cup of coffee, man. Yeah. I don't care if you got 23 wrestlers. It doesn't even matter. I am ready, 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 ready. Man. Okay, everybody, we are in the Communication Arts and Sciences building for episode 13. Yes, 13, lucky 13 of Walk the Line. My name is Dan Cryer, and sitting closely to my left is Ryan Smith. Ryan, say hello while I put the keyboard down. <laughs> hello, everyone. We're going to call this the Macho Man episode. We're just going to run through it real quick and powerful and uh, be done with it. I like that 100%. So, uh, all explanations aside, uh, I just want to explain that I don't like the number 13. It's the year 2013. We were here in this exact location on September 13th, which was Friday the 13th, and now we're on episode 13, which brings us back here by fate. All but, part of the hectic Thanksgiving schedule, so... That's right, but we are dedicated to walk the line, and we have to make it happen. We are driven, like one is driven to eat food, like one would eat turkey and stuffing. We are driven to walk the line. And how am I supposed to feel depressed on Sunday without being wrong in this show the week leading up to it? So. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, we are going to try to make this a hasty pudding type of I don't, a quick run through. I'm trying to get some uh, th some Thanksgiving uh, allusions I into like here. But, so what we're going to do is just quickly go through the games from last week. And I, I need to grab the correct uh, uh, mouse. If, if anybody could see us right now, it would be pretty funny. But um, In fact, I'm laughing at us yeah. <laughs> as we speak. And there's no way to, <laughs> to say. I, I, Ryan had a tough Sunday. I haven't done the full math. So we'll, we'll, do it. we'll do some content analysis later, Ryan. But let's just start by talking about Michigan State was minus 7 at Northwestern. And the funniest part was Max King came in, Ryan. He, he made a pick, you made a pick, I made a pick, and we triangulated it, and we said the only way we can all be wrong is if the, what? If the game stays under and Michigan State covers the seven. What was the final, Ryan? I don't, I don't know the final score, but I was laughing all day Saturday thinking it, about that because we, we, we were kicking ourselves. It was 30-6. to six. So the overrider was 41. I said 24-19. Ryan said 23-17. And Max said 30-13. So Max had, had uh, North, um, Michigan State covering. But I got to say, the biggest play of the game was when Isaiah, what's his last name, number nine? Lewis. Isaiah Lewis. He crushed that was early. Kane Coulter very early in the game. And he got he got kicked out. And, uh, you know, my opinions in that are that it was not deserving of a targeting rule after the after the call was made, it wasn't initially called targeting. But you know what? It's, it's, it was like removing chess pieces—a queen for a queen, a, you know, a bishop for a bishop. Because without Kane Coulter, they were not the same team. So, what do you think of the game? I mean, yeah, I mean, the the call was questionable. They were asking Dan Tony at half at halftime as he was going to the locker room. He goes, "Ask me a different question." So he he wasn't too happy about it. And you never want to see a kid get kicked out of a game or injured so badly. So it was just a, exactly. just a weird way to start the game. But yeah. then Michigan State didn't let it phase them. And like you mentioned, the queen for a queen, it really hurt Northwestern because they do rely on that two-quarterback yes. system, keeps defenses on their toes, constantly thinking. And really after that, it just was all Michigan State all day. The whole, you know, 
the whole crowd was Michigan State. Yeah. It was ha the stadium was half full at Northwestern on Senior Day. Just kind of embarrassing for college football in general because you know Northwestern was supposed to possibly and win that the Big Ten seventh straight and now loss. They're zero and seven. So just a sad day for the Northwestern program mm -hmm. and everything that's going on there. Cool. And uh, I just, if you heard a scooting noise, I think the mic is better going into the front is what I'm thinking now, just looking at the levels. Okay, so uh, the thing about it is I like the game because Michigan State got stronger and stronger as it went on, and Langford had another fourth quarter run that just, so Michigan State shows the ability to wear teams down with our defense. Cook had a career high in passing yards, so. Yeah, I mean, he got a little lucky. That that man, I need to go have him, you know, travel with me to, to a casino or something, because he gets those bobble passes that go for 70, 80 yards. <laughs> so, I mean, but but kudos to Michigan State. They're 10-1 and one on the season. They are going to the Big Ten Championship game against Ohio State on December 7th. But uh, we're going to get to their game here that's coming up for NCAA Week 14 uh, against Minnesota. We're going to talk about it shortly. So let's just run through the other games that we picked for NCAA. The one that I'm most proud of for myself was that Baylor was minus 10 at Oklahoma State, and I picked Oklahoma State to win. I was a little meow keyboard on it because I only said they would win by two, and they annihilated them. They won about 42 to 10. They destroyed them. And so I had 47-45 Oklahoma State. Ryan had 52-34 Baylor. So what did you think about it? Did you watch any of that game? I, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but a lot of the top teams in the country, Oregon, Baylor, both got destroyed and yep. not looking good. Yeah, the Arizona Wildcats really put an end to Oregon's, uh, you know, th the luster is off the duck, which I like because I'm waiting for it to happen to Ohio State. And it looks like, it, it looks like Michigan State might do that too. I, I mean, I'm Arizona hoping. won 42-16. That's a high-powered Oregon offense that hasn't been that high-powered in recent weeks. So we're seeing some top teams start to lose. And, yep. you know, people don't like the Michigan State schedule, but they're taking care of business. They are and taking care I, of it. I do think that that game in Indy against Ohio State is is not going to be as one-sided as people might think. Exactly. But, but we'll I, see. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm not going to say that because then I'll be wrong. And <laughs> Exactly. That's always a danger with us. So, yeah, so Baylor got their butts kicked. There's no other way to look at it. And Oklahoma State really uh, got the momentum and kept going. Okay, a game that really threw Ryan and me off was Texas A&M at LSU. We both picked A&M to win. I said 45-42. Ryan said 41-37. It was a rainy, messy day. LSU had the domination the whole time. So, LSU, what was? do you know the final of that game? Because they really beat them it was like 34 10 or something like that they they rocked them and people 34 10 yeah yeah and they say that um uh lsu is the kryptonite to johnny manzel but i guess uh, you know just it's it's one of those things texas a&m is is not really destined for a bcs bowl they're gonna either play the capital one bowl which michigan state could see them in that or they're gonna go to the cotton bowl or something like that but uh we were both wrong about that uh, let's see what else we had. Uh, Illinois, I actually was right. Illinois, I picked Purdue to beat Illinois by four. So for the second time this season, I, out of 11, I was right about Illinois. They did not cover the seven-point spread. So they, they won by four, which made me happy. And they didn't cover the spread, which made me happy. So it was a double good for me. So yay. And the last thing we did for NCAA was that I said that FSU and Chattanooga would be covering. FSU was minus fifty-seven. They won eighty to seven. Dang. Yeah, they're the second. North Carolina oh put up my. eighty points earlier in the day, and then they put up eighty. They just had to match them. They couldn't be outscored. Yeah, and so and right and the thing is, the Alabama game was minus forty-nine. And let me tell you about Nick Saban. That man looks at the line because he went up forty-nine nothing and basically put in like the J team. He skipped all the way down to like the JV, JV, JV team and finished it out forty-nine nothing. So, 
that's how college football went. So, uh, you know, we, we didn't pick very many. And then uh, let me make sure we're still going here. Okay, for NFL week 12, that was kind of a hell week for Ryan. Would you call that? Would you? Would that be the case, Ryan? Can we call it a hell season? I, I mean, the NFL has just had me all year. It's had my number. Now uh, it's not pretty. The the thing about the Denver Broncos is that they need to feel bad about themselves. They we they were minus two and a half in New England. They were up 24 nothing at halftime. They could have made it 31 nothing before the half, but they stalled in their drive and then they stalled it out. And then in overtime in 31 at 31 all, and the the punt the punt hit the guy in the elbow and New England had a free kick and won it. 34 I mean, 31. Bill Belichick. They won the toss, and he didn't even choose to receive. He chose to play with the win. That's pretty gutsy, giving the ball to Peyton Manning, yep. with just you know all they need is one touchdown to win. And yep. if you gave me as much money in the world to put on Denver when they're up twenty-four nothing to win a game, I'm doing it every uh, yeah. time. Yep. That was uh, that was a good game to watch, but nothing that anyone could ever predict. So. No, and I had said Denver was going to win 31-21. And you liked the over a lot, well, though, in that I one. changed my mind. See, because it was 54, and at the time here I said 52. You had 34-17 Denver. But there was something that just struck me on Sunday afternoon while I was getting my butt kicked for most of the other games. I said, you know what, that game's going over. So it was one of those last-second decisions that, I, that actually saved my Sunday. Okay, here's a game that really kind of ticked me off. I said KC was going to win 20-13 to over San Diego. Ryan said 24-13. Kansas City was minus 5 at the time, but at kickoff they were minus 3.5. So I was just wrong, let's just say, because what happened in the game it was 38-34, so they were covering at the time. Phillip Rivers won on a one-minute drive down the field. I'm a KC fan. I've seen it happen too many times. That was really devastating. So KC has a chance now to play Denver, and it's pretty much... If they don't beat Denver, they're going to just go to the playoffs and lose in the first round. So, which they might do anyways. Yeah, but no. they're, they're for sure in the playoffs because all yeah. those teams are at five and six right. or six and five or whatever it is. So, so they're in. Ryan and I were both wrong about that one. So there's another go one. Go we figure. Yep. Okay. Tampa Bay, Detroit. I liked uh, Tampa Jeez. Bay to cover. Ryan did not. So that one I got right. And Tampa Bay, I didn't watch into the game, or, but uh, Detroit just didn't take care of business. Stafford no. kept throwing off his back foot just into coverage, and then. The Lions were actually going on to either tie or win the game, and I don't know what yard line it was on, but Kelvin caught the ball, and then it kind of got ripped out from oh. behind him and popped in the air, and I think it was Stafford's third or fourth pick of the day, and wow. that was the end of the game. So the Lions tried to do what the Lions do. and uh, The thing about the Lions is they're 6-5 and five now, I think, or 6-5, and five, yeah. And the, the Bears are 6-5. and five. The Bears got their butts kicked by the St. Louis Rams, and then Minnesota and Green Bay tied. Well, it was, it so. was funny because on PTI they were talking about how the NFC North is the worst division in football. And they said they were guaranteed to win because two of them were playing each other and they couldn't even do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just Yeah, it's a weird season. I mean, Ryan pointed it out. There's weird stuff going on. A lot of road teams won. Now, uh, Monday Night Football, San Francisco went in minus five at Washington. We were both comfortable about San Francisco and the under. I said 30-13 to 13 San Fran. Ryan said 27-17, which stayed the under 47. Actual score was 27-6. And Washington's going to RG3-13 and 13 because I think they're RG3-8 and eight right now. Yep, so they are RG3-8 and eight and he was RG3. G three picks and whatever. Wow. Yeah, I know, he might not have even had that. San Fran is is kind of needs to start playing better because the Arizona Dave Cardinals have seven all year. I mean, Arizona Cardinals have been winning. Arizona Cardinals kicked the crap out of the Indianapolis Colts, and with Carson Palmer, that's a surprising team. They're they're probably the biggest surprise other than the Carolina Panthers. Five and one at home too. Yeah, Arizona's a good good home team. So the Carolina Panthers, it it ticked me off because they were minus four and a half. I thought they were going to clean out. 
Uh, Miami, Ryan said 24-20. I said 31-6. And Ryan, was, I, were you exactly correct? No, it was 20-16. 20-16. So Ryan had it perfect with a four-point spread, though. So kudos to Ryan on that one. And you know what? Carolina just kind of let Miami... They played with them like a like one would play with a dolphin. <laughs> and then like swam in the pool, and at the end they defeated them. Yep. So they they that they that held true and, and there I think they have eight wins on the on the year, and then so that's the NFL that's what we did so it wasn't pretty and it got even uglier with the other picks that we made on Sunday, but you know what that's how it goes so like I said this is the tin can broom closet edition this is episode thirteen of Walk the Line I will give a shout out to Impact Sports and Impact eighty nine FM at Michigan State University and uh, you're listening to Dan Cryer and Ryan Smith so let's get into the the picks for the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, so we have, we're, we're, we're taping this before Thanksgiving. So these games uh, span the entire weekend and we're just gonna, it's a little uh, more of an extemporaneous walk the line. Nice, just that's your word of the day, right. everybody. That's good, yeah, we're just, we're doing this on the fly. So Ryan, you have what what's in front of you. I'm gonna call up, uh, you know, cbssports.com's okay. page because they have the lines right there. Well, let's just start talking Michigan State football let's then. Let's do it, okay, so give me the spread and give me the over under. That one is 14 and a half. Michigan State is favored at home against eight and three Minnesota and the over under is 40 and a half. Okay. So what do you, I mean, Michigan State has now clinched. They've won the division. They're going to the Big Ten. Senior day at home. What do you, what do you like? Well, here's now where we're going to see how powerful of a man I am because I've been hesitant to ever, ever say that Michigan State's going to cover anything. We but were just waiting for them to get to 10 and 1. I we didn't want to jinx that at all. But the way that they are dominating teams defensively, I'm going to, it's minus 14. You said, and I'm 14 and a half. You know what? I need to get to all. 14 and a half. I, let, let's just go. I'm going to go repeat performance from last week. Michigan State's going to get. So I'm going to get a, a, a document up here. We're going to do this totally on the fly, Ryan. So we're going to say MSU and men. So MSU's minus 14. While you're doing that, let, I mean, let's just run through the last couple of games for Michigan State. Go for 30 it. 30 to 6, 41 28, 29 6, and 42 3. So this team is. You know, that's against number 21 Michigan, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Illinois. So. Man, they're, they I like are their, just yeah. taking care of business and in dominating fashion, yeah. too. And so I'm going to say that Michigan State gets to 34, and we hold Minnesota to, let's say, 9. Okay. So let's keep them under 10 again. So I'm going to say MSU 34 to 9, which is going to is that keep us. That's What's the over under? 41? 40 and a half. So I'm, it's going to go over because of Michigan State. So MSU 34 9. It's always tough this year to pick games a week out simply because of weather, if it's snowy and windy and all that. But I, Michigan State's offense has now come around. They're starting to open the playbook up a little more. They're getting Cook on the move and then pivoting back and throwing across the field to guys down the seam. That's how they started the second half. So I like Michigan State to open it up. And maybe just due to a you know mental lapse, it's not quite as big of a game as we've seen. We'll uh-huh. give up you know, a few more points than we have, I guess. But um, I'll go Michigan State 31-13, so to go over and Michigan State to cover. All right, we agree on that. So so uh, we've now just jinxed Michigan State. And that's what we're going to see what happens. And, too, like a, a loss going into the we'll, Big Ten we'll, Championship. We'll win 20-13 to 13 or something. Right, okay, I'd just be fine to, with that. Yeah. I'd be fine with that because Minnesota got defeated at home 20-7. to 7. They covered the 16-and-a-half against um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, which yeah. I think I failed to mention. But we both liked uh, Minnesota yeah. in that one covering the 16-and-a-half. Okay, so uh, let's go to Ohio let's, State, Michigan. Yeah, let's stay in the Big Ten. Okay. That's always a big game. Michigan State scored their first touchdown in regulation in like four weeks or something like that. So Michigan's been struggling. 
and Ohio State's rolling their barking and crying and whining for all sorts of uh, national championships already. So we'll see if they can go into the big house and beat a – uh, a hurt puppy. Yeah, and you know Michigan State. Uh, Michigan has that guy Tyler Lewan who's on the offensive line, and he's always piping off. Oh, we don't care what people think of this. I've never heard so much bravado off a guy who's got a big gashness for it. He knows he's going to make a, his millions of dollars, but you know it's it's false bravado. They look like crud in the second half. They didn't score a point. Iowa came back and beat them, 24-21. So Michigan State, Michigan is, Luan's like, we won 10 wins. Well, you're 7-4, and four, buddy. You're going to get to 9 max. And guess what? You're probably going to get stuck at 7 because you're going to lose, <laughs> and then you're going to lose the bowl game. So that's coming from a Michigan State Spartan. My name is Dan Cryer. <laughs> Feel free to annihilate me because you're like 10 times my size. Anyway, I'm just happy that we beat them. Okay. So Ohio State's minus 14 and a half at Michigan. What's the over-under in that one? Uh, let me check on that real quick. I got Let's off see. the... Let's see. Yeah, exactly. I'm when gonna... I clicked on the Michigan State schedule, it pulled me away. So Ohio State, Michigan, it's 14 and a half, like you said, mm -hmm. and the over-under is 58 and a half. Wow. Okay. That, that seems like a lot of points for a rivalry game, and particularly a Michigan team mm -hmm. that doesn't score a lot of points. Ohio State wins game... Wins games big, but they don't necessarily they don't pull a Florida State on anyone where they just go for forty two unanswered. All right, well then why don't you go first I'm, and tell me what you think? First. I like Ohio State to cover, but the game to stay under twenty seven ten. Twenty seven to ten to ten. Correct. All right. I like them opening up a can of whoop. <laughs> okay, I think that they're gonna whoop them. I really do. It's twenty seven ten is a pretty good whoop. It's a pretty good home. whooping, but I'm gonna even take it higher okay. than that. And I'm going to say that the game does go over, and I'm going to say the game's going to be 45 wow. to 24. So okay. it's going to go to 69 points, and I'm not going to make a joke about that. So, <laughs> And what was your call again, 27-10? 27-10. All right. So I, I just think Ohio State is above and beyond the rest of the Big Ten. The question is, just like LSU is the kryptonite for Johnny Manziel, will the Michigan State defense be the kryptonite for Ohio State's Michigan. offense? Well, I'm oh, oh, when two we get weeks, there, okay, yeah. yeah. Michigan's not going to no, be the kryptonite. They're going to run them. They so. have so many problems on that offensive yep. line. It's just. Yep. So I'm scanning. I'm panning and scanning. Let's, through let's the go to the SEC. You want to do? Yeah. Uh, let's. Which, let's what, which one do you want? Let's start at the game of the week. Number one versus number four. The Iron the Bowl. Iron Bowl. Mm -hmm. Eleven and zero. Alabama travels to Auburn. Alabama's minus ten and a half, and the over under is fifty four and a half. Auburn's played well all year. What do you think? Do they got a shot? I think they have a huge shot because I'm not going to say that they're going to win the game because it, this is not the same as Baylor at Oklahoma State, but I do think that Auburn is having a really, really commendable season, and in a good way. They're not lucking into their, their wins, so I think that they're going to give them a run for the money, kind of like the opposite of what happened when Cam Newton was at, at Auburn and, and Alabama took the lead. I think Auburn might have a lead, and then McCarron's going to show that he's a really great quarterback and lead Alabama on a win. So I actually like Alabama scoring late to win a game. What's the over-under in this one? 54.5. So this Alabama has shown to be a very tough defensive team, so this is a very tough call for me. I'm going to keep it in the 20s. I'm going to say they score late, it stays under. I'm going to say 27-24 Alabama. Nice. I was going to go 28-24. I think Alabama does have the ability to open this game up and really expose Auburn. Auburn's played well mm -hmm. all year though, like I said though. So yeah. this and they're at home and that that does mean something especially in rivalry games and people get all pumped up for that. So I like Auburn to keep it close and we'll see if Alabama can uh, fight off a few punches. So you're going to go 28-24? 28-24 Alabama. All right, we're close. All right. So 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 far we're kind of running 
in stride here, you and me. So I'm keeping records here. All right, so throw me another one. What do we got, Florida, Florida State? You want to do that one? Yeah, I'd, simply because I just want to hear Florida's mm -hmm. coming off a loss to a, what, a FCS or? Yeah, well, the subdivision. It, yeah. it was Georgia Southern, who's a very good, they're a historically good. But that doesn't matter. If you're Florida, you cannot be losing to Georgia Southern. That's just if you're Will Muschamp, you're on yeah. the extra hot seat now. So, so this would be my. It's in Gainesville, the home of the Florida Gators, and Florida State is minus ten. Is that that's what I'm seeing? What, is that what you have on yours? I'm looking at CBS Sports, and I'm just saying Florida State's going in there and trucking them like a Mack yeah. truck. Yep. I mean that thing's gonna it's, be a it's body in slam. No, no, this one's in Gainesville. No, I think it's in. Or no, it's no, Georgia one, plays Florida right, in Jacksonville. Right. Okay. So this one's gonna be a, a, just a big, big spanking because Florida's down. I mean, I can't. They're not even gonna stay within 30 points of them. So I'm gonna say uh, 51 to 10 is going to be Florida State's, and then then they're going to consider if they if Florida wants to keep Will Muschamp around. So I'm going to say Florida State 51-10 to 10 annihilation. Okay, I didn't even hear you say what the line was. I just Minus 10 Florida I, State. I, it's oh, like a okay, joke. Well, that's, I can't believe how small that yeah, is. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that every time. I'm going to go Florida State 42-13. 42-13. And w what's the over-under in that one? I, mean, I, can't I, be, I don't have it up on it. Look right it here. There's on. a big dash right there. For uh, we got 45 and a half, but that's just because Florida State Florida doesn't score, so I like it going over a lot. So that one's probably my the one that I like the most. And you said 42-13. Correct. All right. We'll, so go to, we'll, go to, we'll stay SEC, but the SEC, ACC, that's Clemson travels to South Carolina. Nice. South Carolina's favorite. Interstate. Yeah. South Carolina is favored at home by five and a half, and the over/under is fifty-seven and a half. So they're looking, they're looking to some points here. Yeah, they are. And uh, I mean, South Carolina was a team that lost, you know, at an early game. I, to whom I'm forgetting, it was a Georgia. Beat yeah, them. they lost to Georgia yeah. when Georgia was still healthy. And then I think they lost on the road to Ole Miss at Tennessee. At Tennessee, twenty-three, twenty-one. Who lost at Ole Miss? Was that? Um, Gosh, that's funny. The SEC is crossing itself in my brain. Yeah. But that's okay. So the thing is, uh, I mean, South Carolina has shown its, itself to be powerful. They kind of have the leg up on the SEC's uh, birth at large into the Sugar Bowl. Okay. Because Alabama is going to go to the national championship game if they take care of business against Auburn. So South Carolina, lots to play for. Interstate rivalry. Uh, I, I'm gonna just say that South Carolina is gonna do this. They're gonna they're gonna win without covering. I'm gonna go with the four point victory, and I'm gonna say that it stays under. So I'm gonna go with 27 23 to take us up to 50 points in this one. We don't have the keyboard out, but I'm going the dogs. I've, I've like Clemson all year. They they were they played terrible at home against Florida State. They essentially had a bye week last year, last year, last week mm -hmm. against the Citadel. Okay, yeah. They won fifty-two to six. Okay. So I, I like the game to go over. Would you say it was uh, fifty-seven and a half? I like this game to be thirty-one twenty-eight Clemson. All right. So let me get in here. So thirty-one twenty-eight. So they're going to go in. This is going to be a big, a big scoring game. We're about to find out. Wow. I, I think okay. so. Interesting. And this one's a tough one to call. I can't, I can't say that I have a good, clear read on this game. So. That's just going to be a fun one to watch, and then we're going to see if Manziel can jump back. Let's head over and do Texas A&M exactly at Missouri. What I'm at. So we're this the, is a good. We're one. on the same wavelength yeah. today. Texas A&M is is uh, plus nothing. four and a half again yeah. for the so second week second in a row. Second week in a row, they're dog. And that one is looking, you know, they're whoever they is is thinking it's going to be high scoring. Over under is sixty seven and a half. Yeah. Wow. And Missouri is taking care of its business this they year. They are too. I mean, they're in the BCS rankings. They're like a top five team. They 
ten Ole, and one in the year. Yeah, and Ole Miss is impressive. And last week they won twenty four ten on the road at Ole Miss. So that that's an impressive win. It's like an SEC win for a team that's not is a, still in my mind a Big Twelve team. <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. Uh, so I'd like you, Ryan Smith, to pick first on this one. Tell Ooh. me what you think. I mean, this is. A, I know where I'm thinking after what I saw last week. Man, I, I don't know. This is a tough game. I, I'll take Missouri at home. They've mm-hmm. been they've taken care of business all year. Okay. 30, 34-24. 34-24, so Missouri covers, but you're keeping it under. Okay. And that's where I disagree with you. I do think Missouri's going to cover in a, in a, in a nice... Uh, you know, in a closer game, I think it's. I'm gonna since it's four and a half. I'm gonna say that Missouri wins by five. I'm gonna go 47-42. It's a strange score, but you know, let's make it even weirder. 48-43. That's just a weirdo score. So let's go. Let's do Missouri 48-43. So the game's gonna go over like a madman because I think Texas A&M wanted to get up and down last week, but LSU was too strong. I think Missouri's ready for a shootout, and that's the way I'm looking at that. All right, you ready to move into some NFL? Or yep, is there let's any do other? this. Let's do this. So I'm going to stay on the same page here on my file because we're doing well. This is this is a special thing. So let's go NFL Week 13. So yeah, so we're in NF NCAA football Week 14. So that one we're over the hump. But NFL Week 13, I don't know if things can get worse. They can only go up for me. So <laughs> exactly. Let's stay in Michigan. Detroit's at home against Green Bay. That's Thanksgiving Day. Do you want to do that? or? Okay, yeah, definitely. To? No, let's do that because we're, today's Tuesday, the 26th. I don't mind saying that. So okay. let me let me call up NFL scores in this one, and we will do some, some turkey games since we got the chance to do that. So uh, just looking here. Oh, you know what? It's funny. They still uh, – CBS has Week 12 listed, so let me get into Well, Detroit's minus six at home. Yeah, coming yeah, you off. Get, yeah, I'm going to let you read that, the No, that's fine. I'm, I just, I'm blanked the on The over-under is 50 – Detroit's coming so off Green a terrible Bay's loss at, at home against the Buccaneers, who've mm-hmm. now won three in a row. What are you about to say, Green Bay? So yeah, so Green Bay's going into Detroit. Is that the game? Yeah, it's okay. Thanksgiving, man. They're they're always at home. They're going to be wearing the all silver helmets. Uh huh. Okay, so Detroit's what minus what six, minus six, and you know Green Bay is a wounded team. I don't like they. I, I don't even know who the quarterback is. I looked it up and I completely forgot who their quarterback is. Aren't they back is. to Flynn now? They the other guy was in and he he wasn't looking good and they put Flynn back in. Wow. Yeah. The world how the world turned. Yeah. And wow. Are they paying his contract? That's. Funny. I hope not. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what's the over under in this game? Fifty. Fifty. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with Detroit winning but not covering, just because there's there's just something about Thanksgiving. I don't know what. Maybe maybe that sounds stupid to me. No. You know what? You know what? I just I just talked myself reversed because they want to open it up and their fans are actually going to be in a festive mood because I really feel like you know it's like a dour state. You know, they're like oh the lines are at it again. I think they're going to be happy. They're going to say hey, you know, it's Thanksgiving cheer. I think they're going to just open it up on them. I, I'm going to go with a 34-10. It's going to stay under, but I'm going to go 34 to 13. 34-13 oh, Detroit. I think they're going to whoop them. Man, I just the Lions are only. In my head on Thanksgiving, losing or just being disappointing because we would always wow. go to Thanksgiving in Michigan and people mm-hmm. just walk around, oh, the Lions are doing it again. So wow. when I think of the Lions playing right. on Thanksgiving, I just think of disappointment. And <laughs> even on, there was some, that, it might have been ESPN or something the other day, the guy just called the Lions dumb. He straight wow. up, yeah, he straight up said the Lions are just, they're dumb. They, they make stupid decisions. Huh. And I just don't see them having what it takes to blow out a team 34 13. Or whatever. Is yeah, that what that's you what said? I said. Right. Yep, yeah, yep. so okay. I, I like the Lions to win, but not cover 28 24. 
Twenty-eight, twenty-four. So you got it. So it's going over. Mm -hmm. All right. So and I found the page with the lines on it. So good. Okay. So I'm going to put twenty-eight to twenty-four, Detroit. And let's see. Is there anything else that's delicious on Thanksgiving? I'm seeing Oakland and Dallas. I no, don't care about that don't one. Don't care. Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Don't care about Yawn. that one. <laughs> let's just keep going down. Tennessee and Indianapolis. Just say who you think's gonna win. I don't even say cover or not. I mean, Indy has looked god awful. Yeah, but it's a home game, so Indy's minus four. So I'm okay. gonna just say I'll, I'm I'll not even typing it. No, Indy, I know. I just Indy was minus curious. four. Yeah, I take Indy. I mean, Tennessee's looking good, but I think Indy's gonna straight uh, come back with a with it. I'm looking at Jacksonville, Cleveland. I apologize to both cities there. Bears, Vikings. Who you got in that one? All right, let's let's go to Bears, Vikings. So. That, that's essentially a pick. I'm Minnesota's favorite at home, uh, minus one and a half. They've looked better as of late. They're still two and eight. Played pretty well. That that game was in Lambeau last week, correct? That the tie. Uh, yes. So. Yeah, I mean it's tough for me. I don't know what that happened. The Bears gave up like twenty one points in the first ten seconds of that game. St. Louis really exposed I, that bad defense. Yeah. That, that so was, I, I think Adrian Peterson can go off and really run all over them. And the who's the kid? Toby That's a good point. Toby Gerhardt, he had a couple strong run, runs where guys are just going at his arms and he's just flicking Ripping them off them like they were right. little people jumping cool. on him. Well, so I, I think he just convinced me. So why don't you go first with your pick? I'll, I'll go just Minnesota to win. I, I, give me a score. Give me a score. Half. Yeah, 49 is the over-under. All right, we'll go 27-21. 27-21, min. Okay, I'll keep it a little lower. I'm going to say 20-17 to 17 Minnesota, so okay. I'll stay tied. Yeah, just being in yeah, a dome, I think thing. maybe they can that score was, some more points. You guys heard that? That was a very – Ryan can be a lawyer someday. That was very good <laughs> argument. I don't know about that. Very convincing. All right, let me get to some more games that I just would hate to watch and I probably still will. New England <laughs> at Houston. Don't want to talk about that one. Uh, just ugh. Jets Miami. Jets Miami. Disgusting. I just vomited in my mouth and re swallowed it. Okay. Right, look, I do want to see. Um, what, what do you got? What do you got? Arizona at Philly. Just okay. Because Arizona has been playing well. There you go. And Let's, the funny thing that I read or that they put in the news today was that Nick Foles named starter for the rest of the season. No. Yeah, exactly. No ish. Yeah. And the thing about that is you can say it the NFL is a week to week thing. If Foles goes through two games and he has nine intercept ten interceptions instead of ten touchdowns, then that changes. So but at this point, Foles is the hot guy. Arizona You gotta go with you gotta just ride him. Right. Arizona's on the road. They did play, you know, they, they they're playing well. They beat Jacksonville in their last trip to the East Coast. But this is a team that really now the Philadelphia fans are I think are more content. They're gonna be a loud crowd. So Philadelphia minus three is what you got, right? Three and a half. But Minus three and a half? Okay. Yeah. Minus three and a half. I'm going to take Nick Foles. What's the over-under in that one? 48 and a half. 48 and a half. So I'm going to, um, let's let's say that that one goes over just because both teams are going to stay. So I'm going to say 27-23. Uh, okay. Again, that's like my pick of the day. So DK says 27-23 Philly. Philly, 21-17. All right. I'm getting here so you can keep it under. All right, Ryan. 21-17 Philly. All right, let's see. I think there might be one more game to look at for this week, and then we will say adieu for... Well, there's. let's do... What do you, I mean, what do you like? St. Louis, down. San Fran, just who you think San Fran can win at home? St. Louis has been playing better. Yeah. That's eight and a half. Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's... Yes, I do like them to cover. I think St. Louis... Okay. That, that was just a strange thing. St. Louis is one of those teams, Jekyll and Hyde, you know. I right. Mean, I, I, maybe I'm not mentally giving them enough credit, but... Yeah, I like San Francisco to cover that one. And then game of the week. 
Your, game of the your, week. Your let's Kansas get into City it. Chiefs. That's the one. Okay, so coming off two straight losses, they were in the so Denver let's, let's sandwich. Do, exactly. And I apologize, for Ryan, but let's let's do that, and then we'll do the Monday night game, and because we'll, that's a good one. New New Orleans at Seattle. Okay. So let me type this one in. We have Denver Broncos minus four and a half at KC, and KC just came off a really devastating loss. Philip Rivers exposed their their. It's the first time the defense gave up anything close to forty points. So uh, KC, the over under is forty eight and a half. Denver can't be very happy. I'm sure the weather's going to be freezing, so I'm going to like I'm going to keep this game low, and I'm going to say that KC loses again, 27-17, just like they did in Denver. All right, I'm I'm taking the dogs. I'm going to go the ro- Chiefs. Ro- 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 Chiefs ro- 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 win ro- ro- at home. Now, 41 I points last week. Him saying that. Yeah, 41 points to San Diego though makes me pretty nervous about that pick. San Diego, they've they've played well this year, but they've just struggled. They have. They haven't been able to put four quarters together. So the fact that they did against the Chiefs, who were at home and have that great defense, makes me a little nervous, especially with Peyton. is probably pretty frustrated I'm sure. coming off last week. I like the Chiefs to win in a lower-scoring game, wow. which is always tough to say again against Denver because wow. they typically go over. I'll go Chiefs 24-21. 24-21. I would love to see that happen. I just I don't think it is going to happen. I mean, Jamal Charles, he looked great last week. They He was running all over the field, and McCluster had a few nice punt returns and stuff. So I think Chiefs fans are excited to – they're kind of the – they're in the bring-on Denver stage of their season. They right are. It's, it's, it's do or die because they can maybe get home field advantage if they win this game and, and restore some confidence. So, so it's, let's it's see let's one. see what you got, it's Chiefs. A, I've, four, just cursed, I've just cursed yeah, your season. It's okay. so. I think they've done it themselves. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mad about it. Okay, finally, Monday Night Football for NFL Week 13 is a rematch of a very historic wild card uh, beast mode. Beast mode. That's right, when Marshawn Lynch went off for the run of probably the 21st century. Uh, it was when New Orleans was Super Bowl champions and had to go on the road to Seattle. And that man destroyed all 11 defenders on the way to the end zone. That game always made me mad because I was going to the, the Bears had a bye, and that was wild card weekend. And I was looking forward to see the, that Saints team play. And yep. we were down at the United Center for a Bulls game, and we were, uh, what, not the Cubby Bear, but... Uh, the sports corner, the, the Billy Goat, right oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, we were just sitting there. We're like, did he just do that? And it was, it was a great run. And the Bears ended up killing, killing the Seahawks in a freezing cold game. Yes. The and, next round. And the thing so. is, Marshawn Lynch has not let up since that run, and he continues. And Seattle's ever one. Yeah. I mean, he. It's fantastic. Seattle's the top ranked team in the entire NFL. They're right at now. home. They pump all that artificial noise yeah, in their it's stadium. Minus five and a half money in a game. I'm liking them to put the hurt on. Not that New Orleans is bad. No, New Orleans knows where they're at though. They don't. They, they have don't nothing need, to prove at this right. point of the season. If they have to go there in playoff time, it's a different story. But right. So the game's 47. I'm going to say that it's going to go over. So I'm going to say Seattle covers pretty comfortably. I'm going to say 34-21 Seattle in this one. I'll go 30-23 Okay, Seahawks. So, so you, we both have it going over. 30-23 Seattle. Weather dependent, too, up in Seattle. Who knows how that... All right, well... I think, like, uh, Ryan, let's do one of these... That's as good as it gets from right here. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give you this keyboard, this uh, laptop, and then scoot the keyboard over <coughs> and clear my throat. So for Dan Cryer, that's me, 
I'd like to uh, uh, say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And then, uh, Ryan, would you like to add anything before we say goodbye to Walk the Line episode 13? You covered it. Let's get out of here and enjoy our Thanksgiving break. That's right. So everybody have a happy, uh, safe weekend. I hope Ryan has a safe trip back to Illinois, and I will have a safe time here at CAS studying because I'm going to be a good doctoral student here and, and try to pass my classes with flying colors. So here we go. I'm going to play us out of here. And uh, that was episode 13. Here we go. With Dan and Ryan. That was my favorite episode. Just kidding. No, it wasn't. Because it was episode 13 of Walk the Line. Happy Thanksgiving. See you guys.